Hello, everybody. You are listening to Sex and Other Stuff with me, Jess Wilde. And me, Annabelle Knight. And on this podcast, we talk about sex and other stuff. It's pretty good. So today's topic, we are talking about lube, basically the ins and outs of why it's great, why you might want to try it. And well, I'm sure we'll get into some other stuff because it happens every week. It always (laughs) happens. So lube gets a bit of a bad reputation. And it just. It does. I hear so often people say things like, my partner doesn't need lube, I can turn her on enough. I hate that. Or women saying, oh, what does that say about me if I need lube? Yes, because I think a lot of women sort of buy into that same thing. Oh, it must mean I'm broken. Or, oh, no, what if he thinks or they think that they are not turning me on? And it is this sort of this whole big old myth around lube that lube is only for the people who can't self-lubricate. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a lie. It's so It is such a lie. When we get older, we lose our natural lubrication abilities just Mm -hmm. a smidge, and that gets a big smidge as you approach kind of middle-aged and when you're going through the change, as my mother would say. Yep. And it's not a bad thing. Do you know, I don't get as wet as I did at 33 as I did when I was 23. Sure, yeah. And, And it's not anything to do with... You know, who I've been sleeping with or what happened to me in my 20s versus what happens to me in my 30s. It's just my body. Sometimes it works great. Other times, depending on my cycle, not so good. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, it depends where you are in your cycle, what's going on in your life. You know, as we all know, outside stuff affects our sex lives, our libido, and it, it all feeds into how the act itself happens, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So you stress about it. It's a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. It's a vicious cycle. The more you stress about it, the the worse the condition is. Yeah. And it just carries on like that. Yeah. If you use lube, it kind of takes the pressure off. Yes, and quite often yeah. I've found in the past that I'll use like a drop of lube and actually what it does is it sort of lubricates my mind and it sort of makes me relax and then actually my body takes care of itself. I don't know about people at home and how you feel about this, but I know that for me... Even though nothing should be uncomfortable, if you're sleeping with somebody, you should feel comfortable to say anything you really like to them in the moment. And go, oh, ow, oh, what's going on? Ooh. But I would much rather say to somebody, oh, babe, I've got some lube. Actually, let me go and get that. Rather than go, what you're doing is really uncomfortable. And like, can you, can you, uh, and can you know, you the shift whole, to the side yeah, like, are you starting a fire yeah. down there? Like, what are you trying to do? You know, we're not rubbing two sticks together here. <laughs> but yeah, lube is, uh, it's a facilitator. I mean, it can reduce sensation. So I always think, add a drop, add a drop, like you can always add more, you yeah, can't take you away. Don't, and you don't want it to be like, you know, like too yeah, much lube because yeah, you end yeah. up just, you know, slipping about slipping, rather than actually... Having an accident. It's, it's kind of just, it's like a little extra thing yeah. that you might not even need, but you might really like. Totally. Yeah. Like the first time that I discovered lube as something to use on myself, um, I definitely tripped over it previously uh, with boyfriends. So I guess with like manual stimulation, it doesn't take too long to figure out that, you know, you get that Vaseline on that penis and oh look this is so much easier now so I think I tripped over that first but my first realisation is oh I can put lube down there Um, A it will help with chafing and Mm -hmm. all that good stuff but I was amazed at how much it changed sensation for me like it really I could be sort of touching myself sorry to any family members who are (laughs) listening to this Um, but you know if you're sort of playing on your own you could sort of use the same finger with the same touch and the same pressure do exactly the same thing with lubricants and it completely transforms the sensation to something different whether you like it better or not is Is your thing yeah Yeah. but it's uh, I think it's always worth trying it and of course there are so many lubes to choose from like we're talking about sensation and lube right now so just a regular water based lube can work wonders but imagine Mm. if you added a warming lube to the mix or tingling or you know 
absolutely anything you fancy. Yeah, exactly. And so for anybody out there who's not sure what those are, if you've not discovered lubes, these sort of tingling, warming lubes are basically they've, they're infused with an active ingredient that tingles. Usually arginine. Yep, exactly. Um, you have to get menthols and stuff like that. It basically tingles your skin and encourages circulation. So in itself, it feels great. But it also heightens your sensitivity to anything that follows. So kisses, nibbles, and these touches. can also be fantastic if you if you struggle to climax through mm. intercourse alone, which the majority of us do because our clitoris is not internal. Yeah, then something like a tingling lube will really help to engorge your clitoris and make it easier to stimulate for yeah. both you and your partner. Yeah, exactly. And it's sort of, I think the phrase now that's being bassed around is like the orgasm gap if we're talking about heterosexual mm. sex. So generally speaking, men can get to climax much sooner and much easier than a woman can. Obviously, yeah, generally the average speaking. time for a man is seven minutes and for a woman it's 20. So there you go. we need twice as much work at least. Yes, exactly. And what these products like this can do is it can just close that gap help to level and the playing field yes and as we all know orgasm is not the be all and end all of sex and also climaxing together is not either however if you really want one and you can't get it I mean there's almost nothing more frustrating than that I will tell you what oh, it God, is tell, on share. my delivery app I'm not going to ah. name names but I have a local takeaway I order pizza from there fairly regularly probably oh. too regularly yeah but they, they put a time on there so I ordered one yesterday or no the day before and it said, your order will be with you in 55 minutes. I was like, Jesus, 55 minutes. Yeah, I'm going to die by then. After 55 minutes, no pizza. After oh. 60 minutes, no pizza. Oh, my God. It was like an hour and a half until my pizza came. And I was like, just don't lie to me. Did I you get some money back? No. They know. Their pizza's like crack. They know you're not going to go anywhere. No, that's so bad. So so I use it at a certain delivery service as well, quite regularly, like to the point where I think the, the delivery guy almost knows me by name. It's quite bad. I, I need to start cooking for myself again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I did an order a few weeks ago, same story, and it's like, you know, your order will be here at this time. And then, you know, it moves forward a couple of minutes, moves forward a couple of minutes. Um, but mine was like half an hour late, and I got a refund on part of my delivery. So they yeah. don't even bother with the minutes changed. At, at half uh, past seven, it still said still the said. time <laughs> of like five to six. What, do you haven't eaten yet? Uh, no, uh, I mean, they, they probably are just looking at it and going, this woman eats too much pizza, let's save her from herself. That is really annoying. And I'm glad your brain went to an equally innocent place. Where, where mine was going, like, what's as annoying as when you really want an orgasm and you're not getting one, when your biscuit drops in your tea? Oh. oh my god, that is the most sad, sad thing. See, like, I feel scoop like and biscuit out with your spoon. <laughs> we were Jess and I were talking about the north-south language divide it's earlier, and this is another north-south divide because a northerner, a true northerner, is never going to let their biscuit drop in the tea. We know, <laughs> we know, you know the, the point. limit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll teach you. We'll do biscuit lessons. Okay. Is is that good podcast material? You'll just hear like fluttle of my biscuit falling in deep. We'll hear a lot of encouragement from me and a lot of success from you. Oh and eventually you'll be able to do I mean, it, it all depends on your biscuit choice. If you're going for yeah. something like a rich tea. See, that's what I was imagining. A rich tea, you've got one dunk oh, at best. They taste so good. They do taste so good. I imagine all the sweet tea in the biscuit. <laughs> Oh man, see, oh, it doesn't so take long sorry. to go off topic, does it? Literally, we're oh, like, lubes, oh, tea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use tea. <laughs> but getting back to lubes, we just had a brief conversation before we started the podcast. Um, and we always talk about using water-based lubricant with the majority of sex toys because mm. it's safe to use with all of them, sure. especially silicon sex toys. Yes. Um, because if you use a silicon lube, the silicon, the chemicals in the in the lubricant react with the chemicals in the silicon toy, yeah. and you end up with this kind of like melty, jelly effect. It just ruins and the surface and of you your get, toy. Yeah, you get like 
like a, a degradation. Yeah. That, I think that's probably the best way to describe it. So just don't use silicon and silicon. Yeah. Um, but you can use oil-based lube. Yeah, so this is like my... Like, it blew my mind this week, which... Is this your brand new information? It kind of was going to be, but don't worry, I've got a new one. <laughs> so, basically, I've been teaching people about sex for around about six years now. And I think a lot of people are afraid to learn about sex because they feel like they should already know all this stuff. And they should be like, oh, you know, it's natural. We should know how to bonk and have a great time. Well, mm -hmm. guess what? It's not quite that simple. I heard a great saying the other day, which was um, humans in general hate being told they're bad at two things. One is driving and the other is sex. Yeah, and I would agree with that, which is why I don't drive and I just have loads <laughs> of sex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, so what I was going to say is that, you know, lots of people are yeah, afraid to broach the subject. Like, oh, I should already know this. Like, like they should somehow magically be born with all of this knowledge. And this to me is testament to how nobody knows everything. Because me, I'm a sex expert. I've been teaching people about sex for six years solidly now. And I only found out the other day that you can use an oil lube with silicone toys. Like I just tripped over that information. And now in hindsight, it makes a lot of sense because I have a lot of silicone cookware. And of course, I use oil at home with it, you know, and I've never put, put the two, two and two, two together. together. And when I read it, somebody sent me the information. I was like, no, that's not right. That's not right. You're going to ruin your toy. And then, of course, I went, I was like, oh, they are completely correct. So I have learned a new thing but this you week. You can never know it. You can't know it all. And I think I heard fine another saying that said, um, oh, a wise man knows that he knows nothing. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like, as, long, as long as you don't pretend to know everything, I oh. think you're okay. Yes. Um, I learned, I, I, this is for another podcast, yeah. uh, but I learned that if you are a, a woman and you get sterilized, mm -hmm. you will still have periods. And I oh, didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, see, it's funny. Yeah, so there's a whole podcast in this. So basically, if you're listening to this this week and that, that little nugget of information that made you go, oh, I want to know more about that, listen next week. Because I yeah. think we're going to talk a little bit more about that sort of stuff next week. So we won't divulge mm, no. this week. We're but do come track. back next week if you want to know a bit more about maybe extreme contraception, including sterilization. Um, let's go back to lube. Because lube. I do want to say something about oil-based lube. Now, oil-based lube mm. is wonderful. If you're, um, you know, treating a partner to a sensual massage. Totally. I don't rate it. What, for internal? For internal. Yes, me too. It, it's just a bit slimy and non-natural feeling. Sure, so for you it's like a sensation thing. Like you're yeah. just like, nah, it's not my bag. Yeah, okay. exactly. And the other side of it is if you get that on your bed sheets, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I've all like, been eating a sandwich. Good luck. And, yeah, <laughs> I was in my head a fried egg sandwich. I truly <sighs> am Northern. <laughs> but we've all been eating a fried egg sandwich and the eggs falling into yeah. our laps. Actually, and that's, that's that stains. did happen to me last week. Um, but the oil <laughs> will stain your clothes and totally. it will uh, stain your bed sheets. So I, d I don't rate oil lube for those reasons. But yeah. you may love it. You may be listening and think... I think that's a that's my thing. Yeah. I would say the only thing that my notice, so I also am not a major rater when it comes to oil-based lubes for internal play. Like I think it's great for massage, external, like you like you've already touched on. But when it comes to internal use, I'm thinking anal vaginal play here. Our bodies do produce oils naturally, however, we are a water-based thing. You know, Entity. our yes, exactly. Now our body breaks down water so much easier, and oils do have a tendency to block pores. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is, if you are somebody out there who absolutely loves oil-based lubes, or you love a massage that turns into something else, that's fine. It's fine now and again. I would say I wouldn't use oil-based lubes for internal play on a too regular basis. Yeah, it's not your staple lube, is yeah, it? Yeah, keep it few and far between, I would. And if you're going to, I mean, this is still, I don't know, what's your opinion on coconut oil? Because this has been talked about a lot in this industry about whether coconut oil is suitable for intimate play, 
Is it? Isn't it? Uh, unless it is packaged and has been tested, um, that's completely 100% safe for mm -hmm. use internal use. I would probably avoid it just to be on the safe side. Yes. Yeah. If you want to, you know, take your life into your own hands or yeah. take your vagina into your own hands yes. and risk it, then that's entirely up to you. Yes. However, yeah. the benefits of coconut oil are well documented for things like your skin and hair and Sounds nails. Sounds as well. Exactly. So, Which, I mm. mean, it, it's kind of Sophie's choice. It yeah. hasn't been officially given the okay. Yeah. So I would go on the safer side and not yes. use it, but... It has been given the okay for pretty much everything else, so it's yeah. probably fine. I mean, and so so this antibacterial thing can be a pro or a con, as we all know. We don't want nasty bacteria in our vaginas, but we do have lots of good bacteria that we don't want to be messing around with. So again, I would say use it to a, a, a limit, like limit yeah. your use. If it's going to alter the pH balance, like yeah. our bodies are so good at... Looking after at, itself. Yeah, looking yes. after itself, like the vagina self-cleaning, oh. self-regulating. I love it. It's I wish my flat was self-cleaning. Oh. oh my God. I just okay, have a vagina flat. tomorrow. Oh, shut up. I'm so excited. No. I am so excited. I met her. I felt like such a grown-up. Yeah. She came round. I didn't realise it was like kind of a proper meeting, like <laughs> an interview. And she was like pitching herself to me. Oh, and I was yes. just like, dude, you've got the job. Yeah. Can you clean? I can't make my hoover work and it cost me £200. Like, can please. you reach this shelf <laughs> and this skirting board? Then you can do everything in between. <laughs> I feel like I don't know whether this is culturally that I have been kind of predisposed to having these thoughts but I feel like I'm a little bit of a failure that I can't keep a perfect home cook oh, no. three square meals a day get myself to the gym be successful yeah, come have on, a housewife, career Annabelle I remember <laughs> someone once describing me as a desperate housewife Brie Vanderkamp but with less meatloaf and more dildos <laughs> and, I, and this was about seven years ago and I was like I love that description because that's me I'm like a domestic goddess and I can do all these things yeah. I can't at all <laughs> I don't even know why I, I thought I could I guess it was maybe naivety or a bit of immaturity to think that that was you know I, yeah. a, a necessary thing to make me complete or whole yeah but yeah, I'm not like Brie Vanderkamp in any way, shape or form. If I'm any character off the telly, I'm Charlotte from Sex and the City. Yeah. <laughs> I have no. no idea who I even am. Well, well, I think the closest I'm is... I'm probably Morty from Rick and Morty. Nah. My friend and I have definitely... We've definitely... <laughs> What was that laugh? That was that was that uh, was good agreeing. Yes, good agreeing. Good agreeing. Um, yeah. Well, my friend and I this Halloween we went as um, Patsy and Eddie from Abfab. Oh, I saw the pictures. You honest. need to head over to Jess's Instagram uh, because they are hilarious. I'll be honest, we didn't have to really change a lot. <laughs> and do you know what? I got hit on so much that night. Did like, you? Yeah. My friend and I were joking. We were like. So for anybody out there who has watched Abfab, you, you may well know it's about these sort of two best friends. They're basically alcoholics. But Patsy's, Patsy always gets the guy. Like she's always got some new young guy on the go kind of thing. And I just always thought, oh, that's great. It's really good, like writing. It's really funny. And then I spent a night dressed up as her. I was batting them away. And I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, like what's going on? Like the guys have got something for Patsy or Patsy's got like a magical pull. I don't know what's so attractive about her, but... Oh, I, I, I don't know. I, maybe the sexually aggressive free spirit that's always a little bit drunk. Yeah, it's something about that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sexually free spirit, slightly aggressive. Yeah. Maybe bit I drunk. To, I could put this into my Tinder. Maybe <laughs> I should just redo my Tinder and I will just be Patsy. Oh, that is actually a nice segue. So like, plenty of single people like to use lube. Yeah. How do you work that into a new relationship or just someone you're seeing casually or dating but sleeping mm. with? If it's something that you really like, but you're not sure how they're going to take it. Because, and I, I really don't want to kind of put people into sexual stereotypes, but a lot of guys have a problem with 
lube yeah. being used yeah. because they feel like they're not being virile enough or fulfilling their sexual purpose. Yeah, or, not turning you on enough. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I think that is a really common thing. It sort of feeds into that whole myth about why people use lube. And I think it's getting less and less. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe I just surround myself with people who are more open-minded, so I'm tripping over that problem less. And also... I'm getting older, the people I date are getting older, people become more open-minded, I think, as you grow up, or you go very much down a very narrow-minded route. But yeah. But for me, I'm I'm quite brazen about lube. I always have been. For me, my best tip is get it out in the first time. Like Set if you your wait, standard from yeah, the word go. Yeah, absolutely. Be like, I use lube. I use lube when I play on my own. I use lube when I play with other people. If I'm playing with you, lube is going to be in the mix. And even if you don't quote-unquote need it, I still think add a drop anyway, because it just sets the norm for your sex life. Whereas if you've had sex or played together a handful of times and you've not done it and then all of a sudden you're going, oh, actually, I need to grab the lube, then he's going to start to go, well, what was I doing all of those other times when you didn't need that lube? What's different now? Or was she lying to me those yes, other times? Yes, exactly. Or was it uncomfortable? Was I not doing a good enough job? All that stuff. So I just basically... I don't leave the house without lube. I've got like loads <laughs> of little bottles and basically they're like, you could open any drawer in my house and you'll find lube in it. Oh, great. <laughs> and I just, I just keep know. it handy. Yeah, so it's, and, and that's not even an over-exaggeration. Like if I go anywhere. Like, and you can get them in sachet form as well. So Bonus. you can keep them in your purse. You can keep them in yes. the pocket in your bag. If you find yourself spontaneously going home with someone yes. and they don't have lube, you've got it there. Exactly. Have your condoms, have your lube. Basically, if you think there's the possibility that this might happen, you might have a spontaneous fling with somebody. If you're going to do it, you might as well make it a great experience. Like, there's no point in a fling that wasn't amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so have all the things with you that's going to make sure that that's great for you and for them as well. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. And... Let's not forget that loads of lubes have got alternative uses. So slipping it in your handbag or in your makeup bag is actually really handy. I can't tell you the amount of times I've used silicone lube as a primer. Primer or flyaways. Yeah, flyaway hairs. Like it's so good at shaving your legs, shaving your armpits. Brilliant. I have never used it as it's a shave so gel. so good. I mean, it ruins your razor, so you always do it with a disposable. <laughs> but if you're in a bind, you're like, oh my God, I have to shave my armpits for this outfit. I don't want hairy armpits. It's great. Like, brilliant for shaving camping. You don't even need water. Oh, done. Amazing. And it's so good for your skin. I know when I do yeah. the lube product videos, my hands feel so soft yeah. for days yeah, afterwards. Can't hold a glass. Though. Just <laughs> slipping out your hands all over the place. <laughs> I have to exclusively drink from plastic afterwards. Um, <laughs> to get you a special grip glove. <laughs> so we've covered um, the different types of lube and kind of what they're for and why yeah. lube's great. Well, actually, no, what is silicone great for? Because we've said what you don't want to use it for. We've Just said sex use it on in water. Yeah, sex in water. It doesn't wash away uh, in water. So if you're, you know, having sex in a swimming pool or the sea or your bath yeah, or in the shower. Oh, I mean, I went for a swimming pool first rather than a shower. Most people are going to go mm. bathroom, aren't they? Get that good chlorine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so silicone lube is water resistant. So if you are somebody who, especially for anybody out there who maybe still lives at home or you might be a student living with other people, either way, you live with people you don't necessarily want to know you're playing with your toys. One of my top tips is to do it in the bath or the shower. There's a lock on the door. People are already anticipating that you're going to be busy for a while that it's a private thing that you're doing you're already naked you know the, why not all these things feed in but also so a silicon lube just makes sure that you're getting the right kind of moisture down there because little known fact is that water does not lubricate no you'll that's be drier why i oh i get so many people say to me oh i just use spit 
that's gone in oh, seconds. Exactly. It might be better than nothing. For a moment. Yes, for a moment. Yeah. But I mean, you're going to run out of spit eventually. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, mm, it's really sexy watching somebody like scrape the inside of their mouth before oh. they gob on you. Like, honestly. <laughs> and also, I just find per- that's just definitely a personal thing. I'm sure some people find it really hot. But when someone actually just, they even spit on their hand and then put it on you, they just spit on the bit. I spit pers- on the bit. Spit on the bit. That's a new podcast right there. You've got to have pretty good aim as well, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, because if you... Oh, it's in my eye. It's in my belly button. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. I mean, that really is safe sex. So where silicone can sometimes be a great replacement is it's thinner. It's about as thin as a regular water-based lube. It lasts like three, four, five times as long. Yeah, it's really long-lasting. It's really great. And it's great for people who like to wear anal toys for long term as well. You require fewer applications because your body's just not absorbing it in the same way as any water-based lube. So I do think silicone does have its place. Um, But it is... It's a preference thing. It's a, it's a, if you like what it feels like. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're, if you are a couple or solo player that likes silicon based toys, Mm. it's definitely not the one for you. 100%. But if you've got glass or metal toys. Yeah, or even PVC or plastic. Yeah, or the plastic uh, kind, smooth coated ones, it's absolutely fine. Yeah. um, As we have learned. I did do a learn. I learned a thing. So the long story short of that is, don't worry if you don't know everything, because nobody does, including people who are professional sex birds. Absolutely. <laughs> nobody knows it all. I did a thing for um, BBC Five Live called Sex Takeover. I'm so excited to and see this. It, it was so much fun. But I learned so much yeah. on that day, not just about you know the mechanics of sex, but about mm. the future of sex and sex technology and uh, sex in society and about trans sex yeah. and just so many things that aren't necessarily part and parcel of my bread and butter daily work. Yeah, it's like things you may not just trip over. It, well, even in our industry, but certainly if you're not. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine, so yeah. that's wor- well worth um, a look out for. You can listen to that on BBC Five Live Sounds and it's going to be on the BBC iPlayer as well. Amazing. Do we know when that's going to be out? Well, they did say this week, but it's not okay. out yet. So. Just keep Imminent. checking. So by Imminent, the, probably yes. by the time you hear this, if you, if it's not out now, check it out next week. Absolutely. Probably. Yes, that's really exciting. I really like that the BBC are doing more sex stuff. If they you are. The history it of was BBC. safe sex stuff. Okay, but I've I'm into to it. to be um, honest. I took a load of sex toys with me <laughs> and they were like, nothing phallic, yeah. nothing that represents a body part. Of course. And I was like, okay, cool. What about the... So I ended up taking just two products on with me. Right. Um, which I won't say which ones they were. You can watch and, Go find, and find out. out. Yes. Oh, how exciting. But no, I do like that they're starting to... Just their programming is a little bit more open-minded. Branching like, out. Yeah, and for a younger audience as well, I think. Because, you know, I think I've certainly always thought of BBC previously as being a bit, of, stuffy. bit stuffy. Yeah, stuffy, bit fuddy-duddy for an older audience. And plus, you know, just put some ads on. Like, let's get rid of that TV license. Can we just... Who the hell wants to pay a TV license? I would rather pay a TV license than really? watch adverts. I oh, hate adverts. I just think the BBC needs to get oh, their programming but in better. saying I hate adverts, I saw one that I did like. Oh. And that's what prompted me to suggest that we talked about lube and it was a TV advert for lubricant Yay. and it had a very attractive couple um, acting out their kind of moment of passion yep Oh, I don't even know why nice. I'm trying to skate around. They were having sex. They were doing a fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were having sex and suddenly the camera goes to her hand clenching on the bed sheets and then we see like a close-up of the dry desert and it yeah. just says, if discomfort is stopping you from enjoying sex, have some lube. And yeah. that is literally the bottom line of it. Yeah. Like even if discomfort no isn't, get some lube. Yeah. No one should be having uncomfortable sex. Like that's not you just we just don't need to have it. No. 
I wish this was a recorded podcast because (laughs) Jess's face right now is just so disgusted at the idea of having anything other than amazing sex. (laughs) I was like, this is not worth my time. I'd rather be watching The Walking Dead right now, okay? Oh, God. No. We can't. This podcast cannot become about The Walking Dead. It really can't. That's a whole other thing. That is. Maybe we should do a Walking Dead podcast. The Talking Dead. I bet that's already been done, hasn't it? it? It's literally called The Talking Dead. Oh, is it? (laughs) Yeah, well, there's a TV show about it. You'd really probably find it interesting. Oh, no, we're digressing. Oh, oh, other stuff. Coral. (laughs) Other stuff alert. Uh, We're on 27 minutes, so we've got... Oh, no, we we need to do our other stuff. We're going to over-record, and we've got to do other stuff. So... Is there anything you want to round up about lube first? I guess my closing thoughts about lubricant are, it's great. Try it. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Try it. Oh, and if you are particularly somebody with a clitoris, just check the ingredients because not all lubes are made equal. And even your water-based lubes that, as we've said, are generally the most body safe and the best to use alongside your sex toys, do just check there's no sugars, no nasties in there because we're, we're very delicate. And if you do get any kind of uh, adverse reaction to using a lube, stop using it immediately. Yeah. And if your symptoms persist, go see a GP. Absolutely. It's never a bad idea to just make sure everything's all hunky-dory down below. So we started doing something in our podcast called Brand New Information. Um, and we did, we managed to do it for like two or three episodes. And then we stopped and someone on Twitter reached out and said, hey, guys, what happened to Brand New Information? So, so we're bringing it back. I love that. I love that someone listens to us so much now that we're getting the like, what the hell, guys? Like, I love that, though. To we me, need that's... you guys to keep us on track. Yes. Yeah. So please do keep your comments rolling in. We absolutely love hearing from you, including if it's what the fuck, guys? <laughs> you missed that great bit. So, yes, keep us on keep our toes. It, yeah, definitely keep us on our toes. So brand new information this week do have you, you have got a- one i've got one go on okay so and i think it feeds quite nicely into what we've been talking about today so about lubes in general obviously it's not just for people who are reaching a certain age however things do happen to our bodies as we age lubrication is one of them so i learned a fun fact that so as we get older obviously our bodies get wrinklier but all the lovely wrinkles inside your vagina disappear so basically we turn inside out <laughs> Oh God! Your vagina goes really smooth as you get older, and it's all part of the lubrication, like the lack of lubrication. Basically, that sort of it's all linked to the smoothing of your vaginal Is there some kind of face cream we can start making, like a reversal one, like a wrinkle cream rather than an anti-wrinkle cream? No, I mean. Can we harness the power of the vagina, put it in a pot and smear it on our faces? Actually, funny you should say this. So whilst I was looking up fun <laughs> facts for this little segment, also on the back of that, apparently there's quite a lot of evidence to suggest that sperm, like ejaculate, is a great anti-wrinkle cream. So maybe that's it. It's all the straight women are having sex with all these penises and getting all of this anti-wrinkle spunk inside of them and then they're losing their inner wrinkles. Oh. But they're hanging out with them, so they're getting all the outer ones. There is a wrinkle cream that has bull semen in it. So yes. there's probably definitely a link between semen and anti-wrinkles yeah i'm still not that insecure about my face that i'm willing to smear cum all over it yet no no i i'm i like that you say yet yet give me a few years (laughs) give me a few years i'm always up for an anti-aging treatment my next thing is i want my i've been saying for ages i want my teeth done that's my thing teeth done is that your thing yeah i want new teeth Get new teeth. Oh, I can nick my granddad's for you if you like. All that, that's fine. My <laughs> mum had um, her teeth done through, she had uh, like a, I'm not sure of the ins and outs because it was years ago, but she had uh, something wrong with her bones in her jaw oh, right. and her teeth didn't quite work properly. So she ended up having loads of 
dental implants. Okay. I'm probably butchering that story. My sister will listen to this and go, that's not what happened. As she <laughs> yeah, usually does. My sister's like basically my memory. And my memory's so bad. Um, but yeah, my mum had loads of dental implants and she couldn't have them on the NHS. And they cost so much money. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, her teeth are now going to last her for um, way for longer. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Way longer than teeth. <laughs> if the zombie apocalypse happens, look out for my mum because she's going to have perfect gnashes. Yeah, she'll be the tin opener. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Annabelle's mum. She just needs these beans opening. <laughs> You're the only one teeth left. I meant if she was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant, you know, keep her around. She's handy. No, she's she, it, my mum's dying straight away in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, no. She really is. I even said to her, if that ever happens, I'm not coming for you. You, I, We live in the same village. I'm not you know, going too for late. her at all. But she invited them in, a cup of tea. Oh, look, you look a bit parched. Well, she wouldn't be able to run anywhere because her knees are shot to shit. <laughs> How are we back on the walking She dead? screams at absolutely anything. I walked into her house the other day. She she knew I was coming. I texted her saying, I'll be two minutes. I walked in and went, hey, mum. And she went, <laughs> Jumped out of skin, bless her. Um, you're so some- yeah, uh, in conclusion, I learned that my mum will uh, definitely become a zombie on the first day of the apocalypse. Sure. And you should watch out for her because her teeth will still be perfect even like 10 years after the apocalypse happens. <laughs> You'll be able to spot your mum. That's <laughs> Annabelle's mum. Simon Cowell and my mum will be very noticeable <laughs> by their teeth. They'll glow in the dark as well. <laughs> oh, no, my mum's aren't like crazily white. They are just really perfect. They look so lovely. Oh, I want perfect teeth. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's expensive though. If anybody out there knows any great cosmetic dentists at a, at a steal, or, you know, I accept gifts. <laughs> I, we're not past the point of begging yet. Yeah, I will beg for teeth. <laughs> you could just become uh, like a pay pig. Get a pay pig. I've so often thought about this. I had someone, oh, so if you don't know, a pay pig is someone who gets off sexually on giving you money or buying you things. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and I had someone offer to do this for me and I ha- I don't want to do it. I think it's taken advantage of someone. But on the other hand, if they like it, yeah, they then am I doing them a favour? Yeah. Anyway, I turned them down. Oh. But I really really wish I hadn't because my car is starting to make noises (laughs) that it shouldn't I need a new car I need a new car I need a new pay pig so third shout out of the episode (laughs) if you're a pay pig (laughs) I feel like the terminology pay pig is is like a little bit it doesn't sound nice does it I don't think they want it to no. It's like that humiliation. But then what's the difference between a pay pig and a sugar daddy? Maybe a sugar daddy is a very specific arrangement between an older guy and a younger woman. Yeah, and I think a sugar daddy expects something different. Whereas a pay pig just literally wants like pictures of what you bought. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, re-email me. I'll do it. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> I always think it's really lovely when people get in touch and want to get you a gift. But... Um, I shouldn't accept. No, I do love when people get in touch, though. I mean, we've spoken a bit on and off. I mean, we've hit quite hard on this uh, series trolling <laughs> yeah. quite a bit. But I have to say, we're now things are. I guess we're picking up. We're sort of watching the views, aren't we? Like, oh, do people like us? They yeah, really we're like only us. Only a few views away from a thousand. In Yay! all in all, which, which is for really a first podcast in uh, like a trial season, uh, I think is really good. I'm really excited about it, and I love that people are getting in touch and sort of through Twitter as well like it's not necessarily all through 
where the podcasts are sitting. Yeah, we know? had a lovely um, comment on Twitter. Someone just said, hey, guys, I'm listening to you while I study, which yes. was really nice. Yeah. Um, and that made me feel all warm and glowy inside. Oh, lovely, isn't so it? more of that, please. Yes, please. Yeah. Any and all feedback. But um, yeah, let us know when you're listening because we, we just we're narcissistic and we like to know that you love the sound of our voice. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know anything more about us, you can follow us independently on our social media channels or you can just follow Sex and Other Stuff. That's our, We're on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and you'll get to know the latest sex and other stuff stuff yes how very exciting so we've got we've got another episode and then we've got our Christmas episode and then we're taking a short break and we'll be back in the new year and then we'll be back in the new year we'll tell you more about that probably in the next episode just to so you know when to wait around for us and we will catch up with you in the new year but and in the meantime subscribe and then it'll just fly into your audio file on your phone Exactly. You'll never miss out. So I think we've done a pretty good job talking about Lou yeah. today. I think we've covered. And we've we had did more sex and less other stuff yeah, today. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm quite impressed we did well because often we just don't go on We ramble. Sorry, guys. But it seems to be working. So, yeah, if you guys out there have got more questions about lube specifically or anything like that, please do ping us a message. As always, if you've got any ideas for what you'd like to hear us talk about in general, podcasts, sex or otherwise, do let us know. And as Annabelle's just said, go and find us online and subscribe. Yes, Listen please to subscribe. Us. So I, th- I guess that's the sad pause, it's the, the, the pregnant pause where I have to say goodbye because that is indeed the end of this podcast you have been listening to sex and other stuff i've been annabelle knight i've been jess wilde bye bye bye